Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we're going to talk about the Massachusetts State Police, the union up there. We're going to talk about what the union said, what the rhetoric developed into, what's actually the case, and then we're going to uh, talk about, uh, well, let's pretend it's true for a second. We're going to play that game. But before we get to that, I want to uh, talk about some local departments real quick. You know, I am not somebody who has ever been accused of backing the blue. I'm a very strong critic of law enforcement. I've also pointed out that in my area, the departments are decent. They're decent because they're small, because they're rural, because they have to be responsive to the community or the sheriff is no longer employed. Um, we don't have a lot of the issues that other places have. And when they do arise, they get dealt with pretty quickly, and not because there's public outrage. Um, there was an incident pretty recently, a few jurisdictions over, where a, uh, a deputy planted stuff on people. DA found out about it. DA reached out to the sheriff's department, talked to the brass. Brass talked to the guy, tricked him, got him out of his car, had other deputies search his vehicle, found it, arrested him. I got a lengthy sentence. Do you know what isn't in that chain of events? Public outcry. There was no leaked camera footage showing it or anything like that. They did it because this is one of the few areas that I'm aware of where the barrel still tries to get rid of the bad apples. It does occur. And yes, there are still issues here. But when you compare them to other areas, they're relatively minor and they get handled pretty quickly. Nearby, another jurisdiction, they have a SWAT team. Now, it's not a real SWAT team like anybody in any city would picture. It's deputies who were ex-military, who knew how to clear rooms and stuff like that, continuing to train on their off time, on the off chance they're ever needed. Okay, These guys, they run, uh, they run kill houses. Those fake houses where you see them go in and shoot and stuff like that. Live fire stuff. They do this, I want to say, every other weekend. If you don't know, that's not actually a very safe thing. It's pretty risky. Um, slipping, bumping into a wall, wrong footing can cause a flag-covered coffin. It's not a safe activity, but they do it. And they do it in case they're ever needed, they can mitigate the risk. Right? They can mitigate the risk to the public because that's the job, protect and serve. Okay, let's talk about Massachusetts. The union up there, the cop union, said that, uh, that dozens of state police had already submitted their resignation over the vaccine mandates, or they were going to. The rhetoric, of course, turned into hundreds. The reality is... Uh, According to the reporting today, one, one, one cop submitted their resignation. That doesn't seem like something that uh, really matters, to be honest. That, that doesn't seem like a high percentage at all. But let's pretend it's true for a second. Let's pretend you are talking about dozens or even hundreds of state police resigning over this. What should the response be? Throw them a going away party. What's the job? The job, protect and serve. Mitigate risk to the public. If you're not willing to do that, you shouldn't be a cop. It's kind of simple. That goes 
along with it, right? If somebody isn't willing to uh, engage in this tiny risk to uh, help protect the public, I don't think that Massachusetts is going to have a, a huge loss if they quit. I don't think that's going to be a hindrance to the department. And then you look at it from the policy standpoint. This is something that came down. It's mandated. It is policy. This is what you are supposed to do. This is the protocol. And they decide not to over politics to the point where they're willing to quit. Do we really believe that those people were following policy when they're out on the street? Or do we think that if a political bias would shift their willingness to work for an agency, do we think that maybe other biases could have been at play when they were out on the road? I don't think this is a huge loss, even if it is true. Apparently, it's not. It's one person. But let's say it is dozens or hundreds. Good. This seems like an easy way to get rid of people who won't follow policy, who have biases they let impact their judgment, and who aren't willing to mitigate risk to the public. This seems like a win, to be completely honest. It seems like this this is more effective at uh, weeding out the bad apples than any training or retraining that could occur. The idea of law enforcement, in theory, should be to mitigate risk to the public, to help keep the public safe, to protect and serve. We understand that it has shifted to law enforcement, and there are those who will make the philosophical argument that if you chose to do this job, you have chosen a profession where you agree to enforce unjust laws, and therefore they're all bad. And I get the philosophical argument, and it's kind of hard to argue with because there are unjust laws. But I I would still go back to the fact that these officers or officer, they had no problem enforcing those. But they won't follow this policy designed to help keep people safe. At the end of this, I can't see any way in which this actually harms the state of Massachusetts or the people of Massachusetts. And from the statements that came from the union versus the reality, I think we understand why so many people refer to cops taking the stand as testifying. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.